Yes, now, uh, you will have heard today that the Constitutional Court granted a massive victory to the so-called Frankel 8, effectively changing the law on sexual offences. The group had approached the Concord uh, to uh, in an attempt to change the law which had prevented victims of sexual abuse from criminally charging their abusers um, more than 20 years after the crime was committed. And the group uh, had accused the late philanthropist businessman Sidney Frankel of sexually assaulting them as children and uh, I'm delighted to welcome the group's lawyer Ian Levitt uh, into onto the line now. Uh, Ian thanks so much for joining us this evening. Thank you. Pleasure to be on your show. Just give us a, a, a background for those who aren't familiar with the details of the case. Can you just give us an, an overview of why it was uh, that your clients clients had, had sought to or what your clients had sought to have changed in the constitutional recognised? Yes, so thank you very much. What happened was that my clients had alleged that uh, the late Sidney Frankel, he was alive at the time um, the case was uh, brought. Uh, in fact, charges were laid against him. He, um, the NPA refused to or declined to prosecute on the basis that the the incidents, the crimes had happened more than 20 years ago, notwithstanding that, was, that there was very good evidence um, the Criminal Procedure Act had set a prescription limit um, of 20 years from the date that the crime had been um, committed. And uh, due to the, the, the nature that uh, sexual assault and sexual crimes have on people and the delayed reaction, delayed reporting, the, the, the time that it um, takes for a, a victim of a survivor of abuse to really conceptualize what has actually happened to them. Uh, we thought it was um, a, a good case to take to the constitutional court to say that uh, the the 20 year limit was was unconstitutional. And it's been a long road. And uh, today we we're very pleased that it uh, bore fruit. So the the entire prescription period has been uh, done away with. Ian, does this mean that cases can now be tried retrospectively, or does this is this from from this point on and going forward? Well, that's a great question because the part of the the the, the court order it was retrospective to 1994. Mm. So effectively, um, any 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 prosecution that uh, since 94 that has been declined to, uh, that the, the state has declined to prosecute. Um, can now be revisited and opened if it was only if they only declined to prosecute on the basis of the 20 years. So it goes all the way back to 1994. Anybody whose decision um, was to uh, uh, or, or, or charges they laid charges and they were declined can now reapproach the National Prosecuting Authority and uh, they they must um, prosecute if there's good evidence on on the case. On that basis, are you expecting to see uh, sort of a floodgate situation of cases now uh, being reopened or, or re-examined as a, as a result of today's ruling? Well, it's it's um, it, since we were successful in the High Court uh, uh, last year, we um, which which court order had to be confirmed by the Constitutional Court. Um, many, many people have, when I say many, um, uh, a, a, a huge number of, of people have come forward in their 50s, 60s. There was a person um, that the, the, um, it happened, uh, the, the mother was 60 years, 60 years old. 
the, the kids that happened 40 years ago. Um, so there certainly has been um, a number of people who have approached me. Um, again, at the end of the day, the, 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 the state will only prosecute a case that has good evidence. So for, um, even if a case is one year old, if there's no good evidence that the prosecution is not going to go ahead with the prosecution. But if it's, if it's uh, however long it is now uh, and there's good evidence still, um, then, then they will go ahead and people have approached. And I don't think, think it's going to be a floodgate, but there certainly has been many people who have approached me and we're investigating and taking it further already. You mentioned there about the the essentially the prior to this ruling, it really was a reflection of the the misunderstanding or the the unwillingness to understand perhaps uh, the the nature of or the impact of uh, sexual abuse on on survivors. Um, do you think that we're likely to see um, as our understanding of the impacts of sexual violence and sexual abuse grow uh, that there are other sort of onerous clauses within uh, legislation that may need to be revisited. Absolutely. Um, I believe that it was for, uh, as a result of a complete lack of understanding as to the effects of sexual assault on the individual and uh, within their, their direct environment and, and, and um, the environment in which they live. They, they, the, the law did not take that into account. They looked at it as a as a crime like any other crime, uh, as a shoplifting crime uh, equivalent to a, a sexual assault crime. And and the, the literature is absolutely clear. It's coming out uh, in the Bill Cosby arena, in the Harvey Weinstein uh, type scenario. The, it's um, sexual assault of a child. Uh, at that, the child doesn't wake up at five the day after when they're five years old and say, I'm rushing off to the police station to go lay charges against mm. Daddy. Mm. It just doesn't happen. The, 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 they cannot believe that that comes from a conceptualization that Gary's a person who says they, they love you and they're doing it for your benefit. They're doing it to protect you, to get close to you. They don't know. Um, and they don't know automatically for many years, sometimes ever, that a crime has been um, committed against them. Only through... Um, life experience many years later on sometimes that the, the person comes to realize he was you know this, this wasn't somebody who was caring for me or loving me or trying to to uh, show me how to become an adult when I was when I'm a child this was somebody who was a pedophile this mm-hmm. was somebody who was gratifying himself and committing a, a crime against me however close he was to me in the family and that it was never understood in the law and it and it's and, and the constitutional court um has has now effectively dealt with that so um yeah uh, and i agree i do think it was from a complete lack of understanding of how sexual assault works mm-hmm. i know that uh, one of uh, one of uh, your clients actually spoke with uh, with one of my colleagues joanne joseph earlier this afternoon and called the ruling a, a great victory uh, for all uh, sexual assault survivors in uh, in south africa obviously nothing can undo the trauma uh, that they uh, suffered uh, at the hands of this person but what do you think that they are personally taking away from this has it has it offered any uh, any closure? So it, it has offered, it has given a lot of closure. I, I must say that there's a lot of camaraderie um, uh, amongst the, the plaintiffs in the, the Frankel 8 matter. 
um, they they were they felt very alone when it um, when they first took the the case to court. It was it was very it was terrifying. I've sat with them around the, my, my boardroom table, um, and, I, and I've seen over the years a metamorphosis of from look, looking at some of them as uh, just wide-eyed and just co- maybe cold and unengaged to to peop- to someone who has who feels that they they become the, the victor over the person that um, did these terrible things to them. Before, they were walking around with a heavy load on their shoulders with with ter- terrible, terrible consequences of what had happened. And, and they feel that they've beaten this person now. We, we, we're now going to go into the, to the civil case, of course, but they now know that had he been alive, he would have been in the dock and he would have had to face them, and the law would have been supportive of them, which before they, the law couldn't have done. And they they are extremely, extremely. It's a, it's difficult to describe the, the the feeling that they're having. It's not a, as I said to a journalist earlier today. It's not a feeling of they've won a ten million rand lotto feeling type celebration. Mm. This is a has been a long, long, long road with deep, deep pain and consequences to their lives and um that but they now feel that the tide has turned and it's that's flipped over and they beat they've now beaten him mm. and this that's given them a lot of closure and satisfaction yeah absolutely uh, ian thanks so much for joining us uh, and uh, giving us an update and explaining uh, that uh, that ruling for us uh, great to have you on the line with us this evening pleasure